strategize together. Let's hear it from an expert. Join the conversation, it's informative and free. You and me, let's talk some strategy. Here's your host, Doreen Morin Van Dam. Hello, everybody. My name is Doreen Morin Van Dam, and I'm your host right here at Strategy Talk. As always, I want to welcome those of you who are here live with us on Twitter, on YouTube, on LinkedIn, or on Facebook. And if you're here live, give us a shout out. Tell us where you're joining us from. I want to make sure that I say hello to those of you who might watch this on the replay. Put hashtag replay in the comments so both my guests and I will know that you're watching this at a later date. And as always, a very, very special shout out to those of you who listen to Strategy Talks as a podcast. I want to do a special shout out as well to our sponsor, Social Insider. They are the intuitive dashboard for social media analytics reporting and competitors analysis for brands and agencies. If you need data, you need Social Insider. So without much further ado, I want to introduce you to today's guest. His name is Jeremy, Jeremy Leineberg, and he's from Wholesome Media. So let me read you his bio so you know exactly who Jeremy is and why he and I will be talking about organic social and communities, two things that I love to talk about too. So I'm super excited. Uh, Jeremy is a social media and community building nerd. After his undergrad, he loved marketing so much that he got his master's in marketing from College of Mary, uh, William and Mary. As the owner of Wholesome Media, he works with clients worldwide on organic social strategy and community management. He recently took on a new position as a social media specialist at his dream job for swim outlets. So, Jeremy, let's talk about that. Yeah. Let's just dive so, right in, right? <laughs> well, first of all, I want to say, Doreen, thank you so much for having me on. Um, you and I have been in talks for a while, so I'm super excited to get to hang out with you and the Strategy Talk folks that listen to the show as well. So um, super excited to talk. But yeah, I got my dream job, which kind of came out of nowhere. Um, I didn't have any intentions on finding something new or anything like that. Um, however, as we talked a few seconds ago, um, a friend of mine, I'm a swimmer. Um, I coach swimming, that kind of thing. And so I've been around water basically all my life. And a friend of mine, one of the coaches sent me this position um, and was like, hey, it marries two things that you love so much, social media and swimming. So I applied thinking, eh, whatever, you know, and I ended up getting it, which was super amazing. Um, it's, it's a dream. I'm going into my fourth week uh, right now into the position, um, but I have learned a lot thus far, uh, been able to be subjected to different types of communities, a different community than what I'm used to working with, to be honest with you, um, and also new ways to create content um, on Instagram and um, TikTok specifically. So I'm learning a lot, um, but I'm also, I did not get rid of Wholesome Media at all. Um, the agency that my wife and I run, we're still doing that. Um, we have a manager that's helping us facilitate daily tasks and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, we're just moving and grooving over here and, and trying to adjust 
to the crazy, crazy things that happen in, in life. So, all right. So I want to actually jump in on something that you just said before yeah. we jump into the questions that I have prepared. Okay. What are you doing differently on Instagram and TikTok? How are you creating things differently for swim outlet that mm -hmm. has you fascinated? I would love to know. Yeah. So basically in the swimming industry, there's been a big shift of the way that you create content. So a lot of the times, um, because cameras and stuff, A, are probably super expensive, but B, the underwater footage, it's kind of hard to get that depending on the type of camera or specifically phone you have. Um, so in the past, we've seen a lot of content on the top of the surface of the water. Um, and then probably around the last year, year and a half, um, GoPros, well, GoPros came out before that, but um, they've been doing a lot of underwater shooting but it's only been like one dimensional. So it's been really hard to get different angles and stuff. The new kind of thing that we're seeing um, and that's again, just getting kind of introduced into um, the content formatting and creation is drone footage. Um, so, and, and drones are being implemented at different meets and, and that kind of stuff, which is also kind of tricky because in some locations and States, depending on the height, that you fly the drone, you, you can't do it. Do you know what I'm saying? Right. So, yeah. Especially when you are do indoor swimming, correct? Exactly. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So that is an avenue that, um, you know, swimming is going in. That's a direction it's going in. And so that's some of the fun content that um, we've been playing with and, and just seeing how we can up and be, and be really, um, I don't like to use the word trendsetter, but a trendsetter in the space as a brand um, with using drone content. So. I love that. So f until now, I know realtors use mm -hmm. drones for mm -hmm. a lot of their um, photographs and flyover videos, right? Yeah. I don't know yeah. what other industry uses drones. So this is super interesting that swimming would be starting to so i love that thank you yeah. for yeah. that as soon as you said it i'm like i know there's a story let's talk about organic <laughs> organic social media right i just returned from social media marketing world and in his keynote uh, mike selsner talked about facebook that facebook has made a um recurrent i don't even know if it was really gone to some people mm -hmm. people have kind of left Facebook, but he said, pay attention to Facebook. And mm -hmm. um, I've stayed on Facebook all along because like you, I'm a community manager. So Facebook mm -hmm. has always sort of been my number one platform. Um, sure. But I know a lot of people have left for TikTok, for um, Instagram and uh, YouTube, and especially LinkedIn too. Mm -hmm. um, so what are you seeing on Facebook? One of the things that I've seen that I just shared with you in the green room is that Facebook groups are yeah. sort of ghost towns all of a sudden. Mm -hmm. um, what are you seeing? What are you seeing for organic in community on Facebook? Yeah, so I, I would say I'll be fully transparent. I don't spend a lot of time on Facebook um, myself other than to post, you know, natively for clients or, you know, post an update about what is going on in my life. But in, in terms of a, a business perspective, I would say, um, the business, the biggest thing, not the business thing, <laughs> the biggest thing I see is, um, I, I personally think that the, the kind of real format that they're developing and creating kind of building off of Instagram is, is going to take off. 
Um, this is an assumption. I don't have other than just things I've read and, and people I'm seeing um, create on there. I think that there's a lot of opportunity there, to be honest with you. Um, so in, in that area, I see a potential growth for Facebook in terms of business. Um, unless you have like a super tight knit community and maybe Duran, you can chime into this too more so, but unless you have like a super tight knit community, um, Facebook group, I see what you're kind of seeing and that there, there's not a lot of engagement, you know, like, mm -hmm. for example, I'm in a couple uh, public groups that I check in on um, daily and there's like, they'll post, but there's just not much engagement happening at all. Um, however, in the private groups that I'm a part of, um, where I personally feel like the communities have been built up um, and they're more tight knit. Uh, there's a lot of talking and connection and um, conversation. So where, you know, is Facebook dead? I think from a business standpoint, if you're trying to build up your brand on Facebook, I would really think about that and, and where, what the purpose and the goal is and, and big view, where is Facebook standing at the moment culturally? Um do I think they're dead? I don't, I don't know the answer to that. I don't have a direct answer if they're dead, but if you're looking to start a public Facebook group, I'm not so sure I would take that step for your business at the moment. All so. right. That's, that's kind of what I have seen as well. So um, one of the things that I did notice last week, because I was on location, um, I work mm -hmm. from home and mm -hmm. so I don't really post a lot to Facebook um, on my page, but I was doing stories on Instagram and because, through the meta suite, my page is connected. And so yeah. my stories automatically went to my page and my page took off. So okay. there's a little experiment. It's just a one person experiment. But yeah. if you are doing Instagram for a business and they have a page, you know, get those stories onto your page as well. Um, it's mm -hmm. a simple connection and see if you get any traction through Facebook stories. I do know that um, short form vertical content is doing well almost across every platform because yeah. that seems to be what everybody wants to watch. As long right. as it's short and entertaining, that's what people mm -hmm. are going for. So um, if you are feeling like, hey, a lot of things aren't working, um, try stories for a little mm -hmm. bit or reels. Um, the other thing I wanted to point out is that some of the Facebook group uh, features are going away. I feel like Facebook has kind of abandoned the Facebook groups. And mm -hmm. that's just my opinion. Um, I know that topics are going away. They're just um, chat isn't really working. I'm in several mm -hmm. groups where chats was a new feature. And then people just sort of panicked. They by accident got into chats and didn't know how to get out. So I'm mm -hmm. in several groups that disable chats that are like, we're not going to use them. Um, Facebook lives in groups aren't really getting traction. The engagement isn't there. And then one of the things that happened is this week, again, being in the community for social media marketing world, mm -hmm. I've seen posts from like four or five days ago. That's what I'm being served in huh. my feed instead of what's being talked about now. So it's really not very functional anymore. And yeah. that's kind of where I'm mm -hmm. sort of disappointed, but also seeing that there's other opportunities. And that's the thing that we just have to remember with organic, right? Yep, go to yep. the newest features, go use those and mm -hmm. um, see what traction you can get. So let's move on to community, if you don't can, mind, Jeremy. Can um, I jump in there? Can yeah, so go ahead. Yeah. 
I'm sorry. I, I do have one point. You know, it's it's also kind of ironic to me, to be honest with you, <laughs> that Facebook is kind of starting to move away from Facebook groups, if you will, if that's what we want to assume at this point. Um, because like a lot of their advertising that they do, even specifically on TV, I know they had like a big Super Bowl commercial. I yep. think it was either two years ago or a year ago now at this point where they focused heavily on Facebook groups, like yeah. being groups, connectivity, all of this stuff. So personally uh, for me, and, and this might be a little controversial, I get a little annoyed um, and a little sick of, you know, Facebook saying, Hey, let's do this. Let's, let's really build this up. And then, Oh no, a year later, I'm going to pull back all of these features from you. And it's like, what are you doing? You know? I, yeah, Jeremy, I've seen the same thing. I think it was two years ago. And that's actually um, something that I've used to sell my services as a community manager. You know, when Facebook mm -hmm. puts out a Super Bowl ad about Facebook groups, that's the feature they're promoting. I right. think with the um, round of layoffs that they did in November, my mm -hmm. theory is that that's when a lot of the Facebook group engineers were laid off. Uh, I'm thinking that is what happened because okay. I think the real, the shift of, less engagement and new features and things were happening right around Christmas and then the okay. first quarter of 2023. So that's my theory, not based on anything else from what I'm seeing, but I agree with you. I'm annoyed too, but you know, we're in strategy talks, right? This is a Facebook strategy. That's their strategy. If they yeah. put all their money behind it, they put all their, you know, engineers behind something and then it wasn't producing the results they wanted. No wonder, right. saying, you know, why do we sink more money in it? It would just be yeah. nice if transparency came with it and said, hey, guys, we told you all to build groups, but wait a minute, let's go to stories and reels right now, right? right. It would be good if we got that transparency from Facebook and we're not. But I think yeah. the inferencing, you and I both are kind of seeing the same thing. That makes a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. um, so jumping from that, then, where are you building community, Jeremy? And where are mm -hmm. you? Um, building those connections for your business and for your the 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 swim outlet, the business uh, and mm -hmm. the um, company that you work for, and for your clients. If it's not yeah. on Facebook and in groups, where are you going to build mm -hmm. these communities? So this is very multifaceted for me because I feel like I'm wearing three different hats. <laughs> um, from a personal side, you know, personal brand kind of side of things of Jeremy and who I'm trying to connect with, how I'm building a community. Um, I, I would say I'm leaning again heavily into Twitter, which I've found ever since I've started my Twitter page in college. That is where I've found the most knowledge and friendship and just connectivity. Um, recently, though, I have been dabbling more, and I think you and I had some talks about this a little bit too, and LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. um, I felt in the beginning of 2023 like, I wanted to jump into the platform more and I feel like I could do even more than I am now. But personally, I think that's another place where I'm really just right now I'm maneuvering through my feed and connecting and just conversating with different people um, to start building a community there. I, I don't, I wouldn't say that I have one at the moment. Um, I mean, obviously I, I have somewhat of a community because I have people that follow me and that kind of stuff, right. but you, you get what I'm trying to say here. Yes. Um, and so I would say those are the two places at the moment um, for me personally. Um, in terms of the wholesome media brand, 
um, and where we're trying to build community is um, on Twitter and LinkedIn as well. But more specifically, we're wanting to build um, a community that understands that we're leaders in organic social, that we're leaders in developing community, um, and that we like talking with people that, that nerd out on those things as well. Um, and so I'm kind of moving through this quickly. So if you have something to- No, 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 this know. is great, yeah. Um, and I would say for a little bit of a shift, for a lot of our clients, um, we're building community actually on Instagram, um, more so than their LinkedIn pages. Um, right now with a couple Airbnbs and a couple real estate agencies um, and designers, their Instagram communities have been, um, Instagram communities, listen to me, their Instagram feeds have the content that they've been creating to push out to those feeds leads to a lot of conversation which in result is building a stronger community. So um, I would say with a lot of our clients, it's more so Instagram. Um, and then the other question was Swim Outlet, where are we building community? Uh, right now, strongly building community on TikTok. Um, mm. Our TikTok pages, both for the private label, both for the private label brand, um, along with uh, Sporty as the encompassing company, um, are really we're, we're striving really hard to, to build relationships with our ambassadors along with their communities um, and engaging with them in the comments, um, pulling some of their content and reusing it on our pages, which sparks a lot of community engagement <laughs> because they're grateful that we're using some of their content and stuff. So, um, you know, I, I would say majority of the time we're, we're building it on TikTok at the moment, but we're also building a little bit on Instagram as well. So, right, and that's awesome. That that's great. Um, and that's for you, for those of you who are watching. I just heard Jeremy say about Airbnbs and and different you know realtors. If you mm -hmm. are building community, Instagram is a great place to really have conversations. The community is really about conversations, having mm -hmm. thought leadership, and having people follow you and connect with you and message you. Um, and looking forward to your next conversation, to your next post, to your next reel, to your next piece of content. Yeah. On top of that, I'd like to echo that sentiment along with like, sure, the content that you want to create should entice conversation and everything, but also, you know, you as a business owner or as an organization, it's also your due diligence to strive to connect with potential people you want in your community. Right. And, and mm -hmm. I know Doreen and I, I would say, try and attempt to do that. Like you want to stir conversation in other people's comments um, of things they're doing or that you might want them in, the, in your community by sparking conversation with them too. So um, community is uh, dual dimensional, right? It's, it's not just, just because you push out content doesn't mean people are going to engage with you. Um, so it's always something to think about. I like to pop that in there is that you got to put a little bit of effort into it too. Yeah. And, and I'm seeing that on LinkedIn. We were talking about that earlier is mm -hmm. um, even if you don't post all week, if you leave a bunch of comments, um, you have that sense of community, right? People mm -hmm. know who you are because that's what a community is about. It's connecting with people who are like-minded, have a similar interest, a similar passion, where you have something that you want to further that relationship, right? That's got to mm -hmm. be so. And usually within our job, it's industry, right? So maybe yeah. you're in a community and we're all love Facebook or we're all social media managers. But right. when you go further, it's because we all love swimming or we all like a brand or we all like um, hiking or 
Um, maybe the community connection is language, right? I've mm -hmm. been in communities where everybody speaks Dutch or, you know, so it has to have a passion piece to it as well mm -hmm. when you build that community. So let's talk about that. So once you start a community or build a community, what are some of the things that people, if they're watching, if they're small business owners, um, if they are social media managers who might just be getting started with community management, what are some of the things, Jeremy, that we need to look out for that we have to do to not just start a community, but to grow it, to nurture it, to mm -hmm. expand it, to, yeah, really love it? Um, what do we need to do? Yeah, I would say, and, and I kind of wrote a blog post about this, I think, and also something for the social media pulse community. But for, for me, the one thing, and I'd love to know your thought on this too. The one thing for me that I think is super important about fostering a community, um, and, and I like to do it in one word, is complete transparency. Mm. It's transparency. Don't, don't try to be something that you're not. Don't try to, um, don't try to create content that doesn't um, mirror your values or don't try to create content that is controversial or that might just be hitting, you know, trending now create and, and conversate transparently. Um, and, and I personally think that's the biggest way to build a strong, loyal, um, and engaging community. Um, that's, that's at least my like number one tip, because I, I personally see a lot of um, community builders, social media managers, whatever you want to call us <laughs> at the time, because it's very multifaceted, right? Um, say they're going to do something and and talk about it in their feeds a specific way but then in the split of a second they they start going off on this other thing that has nothing to do with their morals or their values or how they built up their community and that personally frustrates me as a consumer and as a person of their community and so i, I just think it's really important to stay transparent when a creating your content but also having conversations with your community I love that. I love that. So if you're a community manager, talk about community management. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, right. that right. makes it makes sense. But you're right. A lot of us are in that, you know, uh, maybe not me, but a lot of us are the generation where short form content is what we want. We want mm -hmm. little nuggets of information and, you know, we see a rabbit and we go the other way. Uh, right. So um, yeah. it, I love that transparency and sticking with what you do um, and what you know best. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and then I would add to that giving more than you're hoping to return. Right. Mm -hmm. Giving of yourself with it for your community. Um, if if you hold things back because you want to sell something to your community, people will know people yeah. will feel. So mm -hmm. give as much as you can and then give some more to your community before you do anything. Um, mm -hmm. And the, the other thing that I think people forget is they build, you know, when they build a community and, you know, Jeremy, you, I would love your thoughts on that, but there's so many different reasons to start a community. Mm -hmm. um, so being really clear on the goal, what is yeah. the goal? Like, is it really just so you can talk to your community? Is it so you can do research? among your potential audience? Is it because you ultimately want to sell them something? Uh, what are some of the goals that you see that some of your clients uh, build community for? Yeah, I'd like to point out one really important goal. Um, and I'm sorry if I keep bringing this back to personal brand, but one goal I had with myself 
quite frankly, during in the beginning, I mean, I'm only 25. And so one goal that I had in the beginning when I started my Twitter page was my goal was just to connect with people that loved marketing. I didn't know at the time that I liked social that much, to be honest with you. I just knew that I loved marketing. And so I don't, I don't think in terms of personal goals or if somebody's listening and they're younger, they're just getting into the space, um, you know, just graduating university, whatever it is, um, or just getting into social. I think it's important to um, have one tight goal, like you said, but it doesn't have to be like generate X amount of money, especially if it's a personal goal. Like mm-hmm. it can be as small as like, let's just start connecting with people that have the same interests as me. Let me just comment three times a day on a post on posts that are interesting and pertain to my subject matter or what I want to learn about. Um, so I think that's super important because I've talked to a lot of um, young professionals and they're like, I'm just, there's so many social media channels. I, I don't know if I have the time to get on all of them and, and you know, engage and, and all that kind of stuff. I said, okay, well then pick one. Right. Pick one that you like, that you like to hang out on and build from there. Um, and, and then in terms of a business perspective, um, repeat that question again. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I said, so what, <laughs> I have to think now you're making me think. So what are some of the goals that people, when you start a community, right? Um, okay. because okay. there's different reasons why you would want one. Mm-hmm. Is it research? Is it to ultimately sell something? Mm-hmm. Right. I love that you had mm-hmm. a goal just to meet with as many marketers as you yep. could on Twitter. And I think that is a wonderful goal, right? Mm -hmm. I want to meet with a lot of people on LinkedIn that are small business owners, because I can use, I can ask them, not use them. I can ask them to be part of my community by coming on as a guest on strategy talks like you. Um, Mm -hmm. I can connect with their audience. I can learn from them. Mm -hmm. Um, I can do some research. I can see what they're doing, how they're speaking, what they're learning, what conferences they're going to. Right. So there's all these different Mm -hmm. little mini things um, that I, and there is a reason to connect with people that are like me because I want to see what they're doing and stay mm-hmm. up with all the latest changes in social media too. Yeah. Um, I would say, I would say from my perspective, a lot of our clients, and again, I just want to preface, these are like public communities is what I would classify this as. Um, a lot of them are creating their communities for two purposes. One is to educate the people on what they actually do. Um, because a lot of people sometimes, specifically in our area, we have a lot of local clients. Um, they may not know what what this right. business actually does. Um, they may not know the ins and outs of the business. And a lot, we live in a like mom and pop kind of town. And so relationship is huge. And so if you can portray that relationship in your social content while trying to build a community, um, that's super important. So one is educate. Um, and, and then two is just brand awareness purposes of who they are um, in terms of the owners, their employees, that kind of thing. Again, kind of emphasizing relationship building digitally. Um, so people feel like they know them before walking in the door. Um, so that's those are two primarily that I would say. Um, are a lot of the reasons why our clients are building up. And then again, you know, a lot of our clients don't sell stuff online to be transparent. They're, mm-hmm. they're um, restaurants, again, designers, that kind of thing. So you actually have to go in for consultations or to eat or whatever. And, and so uh, there, it's to really get them in the door 
um, and get them excited before they come in the doors and get to know the the business before they come in. So, yeah. So your communities would be for lead generation purposes, <laughs> warm yeah. leads, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. so before we go, we believe it or not, we're at 27 oh minutes. Gosh, we, it just crazy. went so fast. If you had a brand new client or somebody that comes to you and says, I am not anywhere on social media, what do you recommend they do for organic? Where should they start? What kind of content and what platform or forms? Mm -hmm. Where would you send them? Well, I would ask three questions. Um, my first question, because I love questions, I love conversating. So my first question would be, where do you consume? So if you're not on social media, um, when you go to Google or whatever, you know, are, do you consume any type of content? I mean, sure, you don't have a platform, but do you consume anything? Yeah. Where do you consume? Um, what do you like to create? Do you like to write? Do you like to talk? Do you like to um, be on your phone? Do you like, how do you, how do you like to create? Sure. Um, and then what brings you joy? That's the other thing um, I would ask you. So those would be my three questions to you and and based off of whatever answer you gave to me i would lead you to a specific platform um, that i think might be good for you to branch into or start Does i that love that question? that was a great answer jeremy <laughs> how can people connect with you and wholesome media and what is your preferred platform that they make that connection yeah so love for you to follow us on twitter right now we're still trying to really just engage with people on that platform um, that's wholesome underscore media and then if you'd like to follow us on Instagram as well, that's media underscore wholesome. And then always um, willing to connect with you on LinkedIn, Jeremy Lineberg, um, personally on Twitter at Lineberg underscore Jeremy. Um, and, and again, I'd love to be able to connect with all of you all and learn and grow. Um, and if you have any questions, feel free to, to ping me. So. Awesome. Well, yeah, and make sure that if you do have questions after this, you can put hashtag replay in the comments anywhere you are. And Jeremy and I will go ahead and answer those questions. Jeremy, I appreciate you and your time today. Thank um, you so thank much you. for being with me. Uh, for those of you who watched this, thank you so much. Those of you who listened, we so appreciate you downloading our podcast and listening to it wherever you may be. I will be back next week with another episode of Strategy Talks. And Jeremy, have a wonderful, wonderful day. Bye, everybody. Thank you.